being in the world, but we're not of the world. That has always been a challenge for Christians. Hi, I'm Charles Morris, and here at Haven Today, it's our desire to help you better understand what's going on in the world through the Jesus lens. We look at the good and the bad in this world, and we see how Jesus is ministering to us even now. Recently, Cheryl in Pennsylvania made a year-end gift to the ministry. She said she was so thankful for our encouraging and informative programs. Cheryl, I'm thankful for you and so many other friends of the ministry who've already given. We have a big goal to reach by December 31st, so I want to ask you to pray about how you can support our ministry. Maybe it's just prayer, but I know some can give $50 and others $500. And still, there are those who can give $5,000, like a special friend did last week. Whatever the Lord lays on your heart, your gift is not just tax-deductible, it is of kingdom value. Call us after the program at 800-654-2836 or visit us online at haventoday.org. I'll give you our contact information again later, but now let's begin the program. Welcome to Haven Today at Christmas time. People around the world have many different customs and traditions this time of year. From clothing to decorations, Christmas styles vary, but most of us can probably count on sharing something in common. Maybe it's Christmas cookies. December has been a month for baked sweets as far back as I can remember at least, but that doesn't mean we all have the same sugary preferences. Google recently published a map showing the top-searched cookie recipes for every state in America. Very few states are satisfied by the same sweets, and Canadians are no exception to this trend. And both countries show quite a diversity in favorite cookies. Gingerbread, peanut butter blossoms, good old sugar cookie cutouts, Swedish kringla, and Mexican wedding are all favorites. No matter our differences, when it comes to the details, Christians celebrate Christmas for one very important reason. The Savior has come. And that's what gives us true satisfaction this Christmas. I'm Charles Morris, and with just three days until Christmas Day, we're sharing stories of Christmas that'll turn our eyes to Jesus. In a moment, we'll hear about a company that sent some of their employees a Santa. And this Santa was recording everything they said they wanted. And guess what? They got it shortly after their meeting with the old Chris Crinkle. Sure, it was a publicity stunt, but it was still generous. And we'll think about this story in light of God's generosity to us in sending His Son to be our Savior. It is immeasurable generosity, and I hope it warms your heart today. But before we do that, I want you to know I'm looking forward to seeing what the Lord will do in 2022. I've been thinking about it a lot as I fill in important dates on my brand new 2022 Haven Ministries calendar. My wife Janet and I like to include important dates like birthdays, anniversaries, get-togethers with friends. And I know you're going to love the theme of this year's calendar, Light of the World. You'll see that theme shine through brightly 
as you see the oversized pictures from around the world and read the monthly scriptures that remind you of God's light in your life. This calendar will be a wonderful reminder that our paths are illumined by Christ our Savior all year long. So I want to send you Haven's 2022 calendar, Light of the World, for your year-end gift to the ministry. Your support will help Haven today point you and countless others to the light and love of Jesus along life's path in the year ahead. Call us after the program at 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN, or go online at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And a little reminder, if you wanted to, but just didn't get to, we still have Little Pilgrim's Big Journey for your gift. With beautiful illustrations, it's an easy-to-read story. This book is based on Bunyan's classic novel that will help a family, or maybe even you, think about Jesus and the Christian life in the year we're about to begin. Now, let's open up. With someone we haven't heard in a while, she recorded with Maranatha Music years ago. She recorded in our former studio. Her name is Evie. Come on, ring those bells. Tree. 
Can you believe it? A song that was a Christmas hit many years ago recorded in Haven's studio, which was also the Maranatha Music Studios. Come on, ring those bells, Evie, singing for us. I'm Charles Morris, and this is Christmas Week 2021. As we prepare our hearts to celebrate, there's something I've been thinking about. Obviously, we're aware of the danger of consumerism. I talk about it all the time. More stuff, bigger cars, better stuff. Car commercials capitalize on the spending frenzy by giving you the idea that for Christmas, you should just buy a new Mercedes for someone else and without telling them and wrap it in a big bow. And as long as you put that bow on it, it should be okay and you'll live happily ever after. Every company is looking to make a buck. At Christmas time. And if we're not careful, we can get wrapped up in this too. It isn't about a love of money necessarily. It's more like the man who harvested more than his storehouses could hold. Instead of giving the excess to the poor or using the money he could make from it to help others, he simply built a bigger barn. And the Lord called that man a fool. Why did he do that? Because he was focused on more. He was a consumer only concerned with himself and his stuff. Now that's a real danger that all of us face every year at Christmas. As we hand out presents to those we love, I'm hopeful that we're honoring the Lord in our gift-buying this year and gift-giving. Hopefully, we're not operating under the more principle like that man in Christ parable that I just shared. But we'd be mistaken if we thought that getting what you want for Christmas is a bad thing. There's a tendency that I see today that jumps too quickly from the dangers of greed to the idea that God doesn't want us to enjoy anything ever. But that simply isn't true. One of the most frequent commands in Scripture is the call to rejoice, to receive His gifts, to worship Him in gladness of heart. He meets our needs, and we rejoice. Jesus wants us to get what we want. Remember his words, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, they will be filled. He said, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened. This isn't the prosperity gospel. This is a good and generous God taking care of his people. And Christmas time can be a moment where we remember this glorious truth. And there's a story about an airline that shows exactly what I mean. WestJet is an airline based in Canada. Last year, they went viral through a flash mob of 150 employees simultaneously dancing and singing Christmas songs. But a few years ago, they did something even more extravagant at Christmas time. We all remember when Santa would come to town, maybe at a mall or a school, and and kids would line up to sit on the jolly old elf's lap and tell him what they wanted for Christmas, maybe get their picture taken. It's a fun and playful event for kids, even for those whose family didn't go all in on Santa. Well, WestJet, the airline, brought Santa to the airport, not for the children, but for the children at heart. And they did it the same exact way. There was Santa, sitting there on his big chair, letting big kids, adults actually, come and tell him what they wanted for Christmas. A lot of them thought it was a joke. So they asked for underwear or new socks or some other silly thing. Others took an opportunity to 
take a moment to dream out loud, asking for a big screen TV or a new entertainment system, things they couldn't have afforded themselves, probably still thinking it was a joke. But little did they know that WestJet was making sure to take notes. Everything that someone asked for was written down. And as soon as the flight was wheels up in the air, the WestJet employees got busy, rushing from store to store with the company credit card, the mission, get every item on the list, no matter how big, no matter how small. Imagine employees rushing through the store, grabbing the exact items they needed, looking like they were in a frenzy. From the outside, looking in, it would seem exactly like that bad kind of consumerism, more, more, and more. But what was really going on? They were motivated by joy. They were motivated by the desire to make someone's Christmas that much brighter. And as the plane landed and the passengers were making their way out into the terminal, they were greeted by name with a specially wrapped package just for them. They got what they wanted. And to me, that's a picture of Christ. Jesus, Mother Mary, sang about this. The baby that would become the Savior of the world was born so that the hungry would be filled with good things, that the rich and the mighty would be cast down. From the outside, looking in, that just looks like co-opting the biblical message, doesn't it? Turning the good news into a political campaign, maybe. But no, this was the Lord's doing. His coming does challenge the political realm we find ourselves in. But his coming is a promise to the hungry, that their hunger will not have the last word. In Christ. Mary saying, we get all we want for Christmas. The deepest longings of our soul are met in Jesus. The people of Israel were suffering under Roman oppression. It wasn't just theoretical. They were really oppressed. And Christ's coming represented real freedom from that oppression, even though he never once tried to lead a rebellion against the kingdom. Us too. We are in bondage. We are longing for hope and for love this Christmas. In Christ, all our needs and even our wants are met with compassion and grace. Why else would Jesus tell us to ask the Father for whatever we want? It's not a means to get rich or a way to manipulate the Lord. It's a reminder of his stance towards us. He loves us. He wants to see us free. And he wants to see us thrive. And in Christ Jesus, he provides all of that and so much more. That's what the passengers on that WestJet plane were experiencing that beautiful Christmas a few years ago. The generosity of someone who didn't know them. That's the Lord to us. We don't deserve the riches and the glory of heaven, but Christ freely gives them to us as an inheritance. The people on WestJet that day didn't deserve the big screen TV or the fancy entertainment system. They didn't even deserve WestJet to buy them some socks or underwear. But out of generosity, they did it. And out of the abundance of love and grace that the Lord has for us, he sent Jesus to bring us to himself, to save us now and forever. You know, sometimes I hear the idea that Jesus was sent to change the Father's mind about us, that our Heavenly Father was mad at us, burning with rage, ready to destroy us at a moment's notice. But Jesus stepped in to change his mind. 
Now, that's powerful in a sermon, but it's wrong-headed. In fact, it's just wrong. Jesus came to display the love of our God for us, not to change his mind about us. For God, Father God, so loved the world that he sent his one and only Son. It was love that motivated the Lord to send Jesus, not hate, not anger. Christmas, the birth of Jesus, and the reception of the greatest gift we could ever receive is all about the generous love of God the Father, giving to us what we could never earn for ourselves. It's not about an angry God needing an attitude adjustment. It's about a loving Lord and a suffering Savior who came to completely transform us. Yes, there is a temptation to turn generosity into a way to indulge in our greed. There's a way to give gifts that are more about you than they are about your love for the other person. I've even seen people give gifts to spite someone else. Far be it from the Lord to give the gift of Christ like that. And far be it from us to receive gifts with a spiteful spirit. Instead of thinking about yourself, think of others. Better yet, set your mind on Christ, on loving people, on serving and being generous to all those around you. This is the spirit of Christmas, and this is our only hope. Unless the Lord had not given Jesus, we would still be lost in darkness, unable to find our way back to Him. Unless the Lord's generosity broke through our greed and our sin, we would still be out there indulging ourselves at every turn. But the Lord did give us Jesus, not to serve himself in a kind of selfish way, but to serve us out of his love. Have you experienced this generosity? Is this your experience this Christmas? Or are you among those who are struggling this season? Well, wherever you are, the Lord knows and he is extending his generous love to you even now. All you need to do is receive it, open it, rejoice in it. Then just like Mary, receive this good news and let your soul magnify the Lord. Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how still Above thy deep and dreamless sleep The silent stars go by Yet in the dark streets shineth The everlasting light the hopes and fears of all the years are made these
They entitled Christmas Initiatives, Shane and Shane, and a Christmas Carol. Oh, little town of Bethlehem, here in a haven today, Christmas week, 2021. Well, in just 10 days, the year will be over. And even as I reflect now on what God has done this year, I'm looking at my brand new 2022 haven calendar and asking him to shine his light into the new year. 
and it's no mistake that this year's theme is called Light of the World. It's filled with stunning pictures from all over this globe, reflecting light in natural locations, but even more. This calendar is filled with scripture to remind you that the light walks with you throughout all the year. So as 2021 winds down, I want to send you Haven's just-printed 2022 calendar, Light of the World, for your year-end gift. Your support will enable us to point you and countless others to the light and love of Jesus in the year to come. Would you call us right now? Call us at 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN, or go online and make your gift at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And be sure and ask for the calendar. And if you've heard me talk the last few weeks about Little Pilgrim's Big Journey, but you haven't gotten around to asking for it, Take a look at this special illustrated storybook that retells Bunyan's classic novel in an easy-to-understand way. It would be a great book to start a family or even you reading in the new year. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you make time again tomorrow and join me when we'll celebrate Christmas and we'll do it in light of the birth of Jesus together here on Haven today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. When Christ was born, the angels came singing for all the world to hear, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And not surprisingly, today we greet the birth of Jesus with singing as well. In malls, in stores, even on secular radio, people will hear the gospel through Christmas carols like this one. Truly, he taught us to love one another. His law is love, and his gospel is peace. The message of Christmas is clear. The King of Kings is born. His light pierces the darkness. He has come to set us free. Let's pray that the familiarity and sentimentality of Christmas will not obscure its message of hope in Christ. For more daily encouragement, visit GetAnchor.com.